Hey, Fidelity. What's it cost to invest with the Fidelity app? Start with as little as $1 with no account fees or trade commissions on U.S. stocks and ETFs. Hmm, that's music to my ears. I can only talk. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Zero account fees apply to retail brokerage accounts only. Zero dollar commission applies to online U.S. equity trades and ETFs and retail Fidelity accounts. Sell order assessment fee not included. Some account types and securities excluded. Details at fidelity.com slash commissions. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. This morning on the third hour of today, go forth. The holiday weekend is here and we've got you covered. From the record-setting travel to the food, the fireworks, everything you need to know as we head into the 4th of July weekend. Plus, it's the summer of nostalgia. That's right, Dr. Jones. From film to fashion to Furbies, we'll show you how what's old is new again. Today, Friday, June 30th, 2023. Live from Studio 1A in Rockefeller Plaza, this is the third hour of today. Good morning, everybody! Chanel, Dylan, besides this epic crowd. Uh, this weekend, a familiar face is expected to dominate the box office. Indiana Jones is back, and he is not alone. This is being dubbed the Summer of Nostalgia. NBC's Joe Fryer is following that story. So get us up to speed. What, I mean, what's going on this yeah. summer? Well, let's start with this right here. This okay. is the clo- I looked at my closet. This is the closest thing I have to All Indiana right. Jones. Oh, well, that works. Go. Where do you wear uh, that you hat? Just, I don't you know, just need a whip. Me, but yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm missing. I need a whip. I didn't have one of those at home. <laughs> Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny is back, and it's really bringing back, I mean, Harrison Ford's in his 80s, and he's really bringing the 80s back, which is something that so many people are excited about. It's really kicking off this summer of nostalgia, and in a few more weeks, it's going to continue. We've got a childhood icon, Barbie, and that right. much-anticipated yep. movie that's going to start Margot Robbie and Ryan Gosling. Everyone's looking forward to that. And we also have another Mission Impossible movie that's yep. coming out with Tom Cruise. He's sort of kicked off this nostalgia thing last right. year with Top Gun Maverick. Mm-hmm. Denzel Washington is also coming out with a movie this summer. Equalizer. So there's this headline in the mm-hmm. Wall Street Journal that said, like, silvered-haired actors are box office gold, which I don't think oh. Tom Cruise has silver hair. But, no. you know, it's sort of... We'll take it, though. Yes. We've already seen Super Mario Brothers from the 80s, the sure. classic Nintendo game. It did so well, so mm-hmm. we're kind of feeling these vibes right now. I love and, that. It, and it's not just about movies, Joe. No, not at all. Here's my favorite. Grimace is back. Yes. Wow. Grimace from McDonald's. I yeah. Really? I don't know what Grimace is still. We still no, hasn't no, been explained. Is, what is Grimace? A big purple thing, but they brought back this purple milkshake. Yeah. People have been posting online. Oh, it's all over social media. Trend. I don't yeah. get it, but... Where's the hamburger really when you need it? it? Well, they brought him back a few years ago, too, so people are feeling that. Remember the Furby? Oh, yeah. Remember yeah. the Furby? Oh, so right. that was like you couldn't find it in the 90s on the mm-hmm. store shelves. Furby is coming back in mid-July so at seventy. Cool. I forgot bucks. about that with the eyeballs. Yeah. At like seventy dollars, and of course, wow. fashion. I mean, the fashion '80s fashion is in, '90s fashion so is in, Y2K fashion is in. I'm excited because, like, wow. I never really had a fanny pack. But now, <laughs> I'm like, obsessed with fanny packs. Uh, so, Except see, they're, right? called, they're called they're waist back. packs. Waist, 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 waist is that what they're called? Now? They're called. Okay. Having kids, like, if you, to be able to be hands-free and just like shove some stuff in a fanny it's pack. It's functional. Because you know, like, I, I have two phones, and you're putting yeah, it in your pocket, and I kind of. 
don't it's wanna, back. I don't want to fan anything. So now I should ask you, you know, all, it's all fun, but there's the, almost this, the, what's looming over the entertainment ish, uh, industry, all these strikes, the SAG after strike, it could start tonight. Will this affect maybe programming going into the fall or some of these shows? Yeah, it's definitely something that we could see an impact in the fall. We know with the writer's strike, we're feeling the impact now. We're seeing it with the talk shows and the mm-hmm. late night shows because the writers aren't there. With the actors, it's going to be something you would see long term. Later. That happens mm-hmm. because they've shot a lot of content that's mm-hmm. going to be coming out in the summer, in the fall, but perhaps later this year, early next year, if the actors go on strike, that's when you'd expect to see it impact some of your favorite shows. We remember we had the strikes, you know, with the writer's strike in 2009, and we saw that gap in programming. That's when reality TV took off. Exactly. There you go. Okay. Thank you. I like the hat. I was just about to say, I say keep it. You know, we've got a pontoon boat parade up at our lake coming up, and so I think this weekend we're going to do Indiana Jones. Would you like to borrow that? They're definitely doing it. You're doing Indiana Jones. Thank you, Joe. All right. Well, coming up, we've got a holiday edition of By the Numbers. Everything we all need to know before they hit the road. Fire up the grill for the 4th of July. Third hour of today. We'll be right back. Give him hell, Joe Fryer. <laughs> I don't know that line. The 4th of July weekend is here, and more than 50 million Americans are expected to take to the roads and skies. So here with everything you need to know, from travel to fireworks to your summer barbecue, NBC News business and data reporter Brian Chung is with us this morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. All right. here. I was Jeez. just putting in my fresh... It is warm in here. It is right. a little bit. I haven't yeah. been complaining, so that's how we... <laughs> Um, I just went to the grocery store. I picked out my burgers, my hot dogs. Everything seems a little more expensive. How is inflation going to impact our barbecues? Yeah, let's talk about the cost for just having a barbecue, right? So Mm -hmm. first number I've got for you is $67.73. That is the estimate from the American Farm Bureau for how much it's going to cost to cover 10 people at a barbecue. A big reason for that cost is just because of the increase that we've seen in ground beef. It's going to be a little bit more expensive than this time last year, about almost $6 per pound. Uh, We're also seeing uh, other items they'll fall in prices so mm-hmm. some encouraging signs on for example potato chips about four and a half bucks for a 16 ounce bag uh, beer unfortunately for those that are hoping to crack a few open <laughs> this weekend did get a little bit more expensive a buck 75 okay. per pint soda cans also getting more expensive 54 cents so a tip would be try to buy in bulk maybe right. get the big rack over at Costco mm-hmm. or the two liter uh, bottle for soda and then look for those that are really trying to just get you know those hot dog fans in the families right 150 million hot dogs were eaten that's according to the National Hot Dog and Sausage over Council fourth of July weekend over fourth of July weekend, and this could be a good alternative for uh, those that are trying to save on those beef prices. Okay. Um, Traveling could be a big problem on the roads and the skies. Break it down for us. Yeah, so let's talk about uh, just what AAA says in terms of the people that will be traveling for the holiday. 50.7 million. That means everything is essentially going to be backed up. I'll get to that in a second, but look, flying is actually going to be a little bit cheaper, surprisingly, Mm -hmm. this year. $300 is the average, according to Hopper. That's $100 less than this time last year, but hotels are going to be pretty expensive. $197 Mm -hmm. per night on average, also according to Hopper. Mm -hmm. Now, this is the really important tip here for those that are driving. 30% travel time increase today. According to AAA, the best time to leave will be right after the third hour, around 10 (laughs) a.m. If you don't make that time, wait until after 6 p.m. to hit the roads. All right, let's talk about... Wait until after Lester Holt. Ah, Let's talk about entertainment and talk about the numbers there. This is a big weekend for that, obviously. Yeah, well, 60,000 shells. That's how many are going to be fired off for the Macy's 4th of July fireworks here in beautiful New York City, the 47th annual one. Wow. Uh, so some pretty cool stats here. I've got some other stats as well. Okay. About the fireworks, 1976 was 
was the first annual 4th of July fireworks. We also had 2 million spectators expected in person to watch the fireworks. In person? In person across, you know, rooftops, wow. on the actual okay. Brooklyn Promenade, those types of uh, places. Uh, but then lastly, I got to shout out the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating okay. Contest, oh, yeah. right? 76, that is the record for the most amount eaten in that contest. Can of you course, imagine at one Chester. time? It's, it's one of the most disgusting things, it but is. you can't look away. You know, oh, I can look away. can't look away. I tune in every year. And then every year he comes here and he's, he sweats hot dog. Like <laughs> yeah. he like. Yeah. yeah. There you go. get the sweat. Look at that. Yeah, he gets oh the sweat. And it smells sweats. like hot dogs. There's a lemonade chugging contest too. Actually. Oh my gosh. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. So a little history about it. You got some numbers about the history of Independence Day. I do. Well, of course, it's important to remember exactly what we're celebrating here. So 56, that is the number of signatures on the Declaration of Independence. John Han- Hancock took up a lot of real estate. Right. Maybe there could have been more. Yeah. Uh, but we also got 1931 here. That is the national anthem. That was the year that it became official. And this is interesting. I didn't know this. 13 taps on the Liberty Bell in Philadelphia. They do that to represent each of the 13 colonies. They oh. do this on July 4th. Uh, it doesn't. I don't know if it makes the crack bigger on the bell. I hope no, not. No, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think. Be fine. What's the big the number? The big number I got here is actually August 2nd, 1776. Not to do the full history lesson here, but the reason why I put August 2nd here is because that's the date that the declaration was actually signed, but it was approved officially on July 4th. Oh. So that's why we celebrate it on the 4th. So mm-hmm. maybe, I don't know. Is that an August, excuse to have two August barbecues? 2nd, also my birthday. Well, oh, and it's for yes, Dylan Dyer, of course. Reason to celebrate. And on August 3rd, they actually got three faxes of it. So it was pretty good. There we go. What? <laughs> what? I don't get it's it. a joke. I, I they didn't have faxes back then. I know. But I don't. I went along, I went, I went along with it. Yeah, I went along like with it. Faxes. So I, I, I got you. I, I appreciate I got it. You. Thank you. I got you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Right over. Thank you, Brian. Brian got it. Happy Fourth of July. You too. You too. Thank you. All right. Up next, Uber's road forward is an electric one. And our Savannah sellers actually went for a ride with the company's CEO to learn about their green pledge. And then later, a beautiful little baby with a beautiful story that you absolutely do not want to miss about family and most importantly, love. Meet the firefighter and his wife who went above and beyond for that baby girl. We'll be right back. Don't wake her up. This week, some bold thinkers are gathered at the Aspen Ideas Festival to lay out their vision for the future of the planet. That includes the CEO of Uber, who talked about the future of ride-sharing and the company's pledge to go green. we got NBC News Now anchor Savannah Sellers, who caught up with them in Aspen. Good morning, Savannah. Hi, good morning. I know, look at this beautiful place. I was so lucky to be this week. Hey, Al. Hey, Dylan. Hey, Chanel. Thanks for having me. So Uber's goal is to be zero emissions here in the U.S. by 2030, and they recently expanded that to include Uber Eats. Well, I got a little update on the progress from Uber CEO Dara Khosrowshahi, and he also drives for Uber, and he even took me for a ride. What we're completely focused on right now is make the decision now to switch over to green, obvious and easy and make it crazy not to go green. Here at the Aspen Ideas Festival, Uber CEO Dara Khosrowshahi reiterating bold plans for the company to fight climate change. Our sustainability goals um, simply are for us to be a fully green platform by 2030 in the U.S., Canada, Europe, 2040 all over the world. And sharing how new technology will be central to the company's future. What are your plans for Uber when it comes to autonomous vehicles? We want our platform to be the safest platform. We want it to be uh, the cleanest platform. We think autonomous can be a part of that solution. Any idea what that means for the human drivers? Yeah. You know, my bet is 10 years from now, we're going to have significantly more human drivers. Would I be surprised if 10 or 20% of 
the drivers on our platform are robots? No. The sustainability changes, Kazra Shahi says, are central to the business's mission. I think that it's everybody's responsibility to play their part in the climate fight. I very much believe that it's in Uber's long-term interest to make this transition. Riders have the option to choose green trips for essentially no additional charge and try out car-free products like bikes and scooters. And if you're getting Uber Eats, you can start to expect more sustainable packaging. But perhaps the largest part of the plan, asking all Uber drivers to use electric vehicles. Like the one I hopped in when Uber set up a test drive for me at their headquarters in San Francisco. My driver, Kaz Rashahi himself. Can I have a ride? Absolutely. Show me around San Francisco only a little bit? You, only if you give me a flap star rating <laughs> at the end of it. <laughs> Uber for Savannah? A rating he would have to earn. How do you drive right. this thing again? Seat belt on. <laughs> <laughs> You're a very cautious driver. Oh, I try to be. A, a little slow. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> How often do you do this? I try to do it every two to three weeks. For me, it's a way of understanding our product as it relates for drivers. And the only way to really understand it is to do it yourself. You offer the chargers, mints, yeah. waters. Chargers. Chargers <laughs> That's where are, you draw the, the line. Are, are the currency of life right now. <laughs> Dara says going electric could be tricky, especially for the independent contractors, their drivers who provide their own cars. This car is not cheap. No, no, and that's a problem. We are depending on drivers to switch over, so we were very aware that we had to create the economic incentives to do mm. so. Uber plans to offer $1 per ride, up to $4,000 annually, to put towards an electric vehicle. But many drivers are stuck making car payments on their current vehicles. And expense isn't their only concern. They're worried about charging as well. Because for drivers, time is money. And we've got to educate them and, again, make it effortless for them to make the switchover. Currently, Uber says 60,000 drivers in North America and Europe have an electric vehicle, but many still need to convert. And those who haven't, now on a timeline. I know we're a ways away from 2030, but as you're looking towards that, what will happen if a driver has not made that switch yet? Well, if a driver hasn't made the switch uh, yet, then uh, they're not going to be on our platform because we've committed to essentially be all electric by 2030. Uber is not the only rideshare company in the eco-friendly race. Lyft offering the same 2030 promise. I'm hoping our competition will be a little bit behind us, but only a little bit behind <laughs> us. Hey, well, look, we made it back in one piece. How's my rating? <laughs> I'll go five stars. Thank you I didn't get much. to pick my own music, but that would have been a little <laughs> tough. <laughs> so I asked Kaz Rashahi, what is this going to feel like if you are able to achieve this goal by 2030? His quote to me was that it will be a feeling of profound satisfaction for himself and his team. They are obviously putting big resources behind this, but it's a big goal. So we are going to keep checking in on it on that road to 2030. And we will update you all. That is a all big right. goal. And hopefully it. others follow suit. That's right. ABC, you know? always be charging. <laughs> <laughs> Thank Thanks, you, Savannah. Savannah. Uh, we also have to mention that NBC News Group is the exclusive media partner of the Aspen Ideas Festival. I love that. All right. When we come back, the absolute sweetest story you do not want to miss. Meet the mom and dad who were blessed with this beautiful baby girl in the most unexpected way. We'll share their story with you. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. 
Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. When you're hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging to connect with candidates faster. Plus, 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than three and a half million businesses worldwide that use Indeed. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash today. Just go to Indeed.com slash today right now and support this show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash today. Conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What a story we have for you this morning in our series, The Upside, a story of kindness and love that will absolutely put a smile on your face. I can't stop it. <laughs> our guests, Vincent and Katie from Alcala, Florida, uh, dreamed of starting a family for years. Their wishes were answered in the most unexpected way. On New Year's Day this year, Vincent, when the alarm went off on their safe haven baby box, it's a device that allows a mom in crisis to safely and anonymously surrender a child. So when Vincent opened the box and got one look at little Zoe here, this beautiful baby girl inside, obviously his whole world changed. And now just a few months later, Vincent and Katie, they, well, they officially adopted Zoe and they're here this morning to share their incredible story. She just loves her smile. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. So obviously it's, you know, it's been six months since this beautiful baby girl showed up in your life. Talk to me about how life has been. It's been incredible. Um, we have just enjoyed every single day since um, she came home with us, and we just are so excited to watch her grow and develop a little personality and do things as a family. It's just been phenomenal. So, so Vincent, you, you found her on, on New Year's Day this year. Yes, sir. Um, any coincidence? Did you think about the idea of New Year's, new beginnings, how this just worked out perfectly? So honestly, no. During the time when she was first uh, placed in the box, um, I, my only concern was if she was okay and the medical stuff. And um, I honestly didn't really, it didn't click in my mind until it still hasn't clicked yet. But you guys bonded as soon as you took her out of the box. Instantly, yes. We, just, she just stared at me, and I stared at her. And even now, I, you know, when I feed her in the middle of the night, I still we just stare at each other, and that's it. I mean, that's one of my favorite things to do is just to hold her and lock eyes with her. I just so you've been open about fertility issues. You've been wanting a family for so long. Mm -hmm. So what I mean, what is going through your mind when, you know, for the first time, the baby box alarm goes off and and it's here's crazy. this beautiful child wow uh, well first one was i it's not going off there's nothing in there for real because it was like 2 a.m right it's 2 a.m yeah so i'm still asleep and then when she's in there you know my mind's just okay let me see if she needs medical treatment and then once she didn't and it really didn't click in my head that we were actually getting a chance to adopt her until 
she was brought home mm. and um, because you know at the hospital we didn't know if they were gonna let her let us take her home or we didn't understand how the process really right. worked we just knew that we wanted to adopt her so once we got her home then we were just like oh my goodness this is really happening <laughs> like you know and then brand new parent stuff of learning how to feed her it was just a lot coming really fast at us <laughs> So I think a lot of people are, you know, we've heard about these safe boxes, yes. but we really didn't know the details of it. This is in Florida. This is the first time anyone ever actually used it. So when the mother comes, yes. she can put the baby in this box. Yes. She has 90 seconds to leave, right? Yes. So the alarm doesn't go off. And then after 90 seconds, oh, right, yeah, the alarm goes off and you wake up in the middle of the night, you have this baby. And then when you take her home, <laughs> is there a process or, I mean, because there's nobody there to get her, obviously. Yes. Yeah, so um, once she goes to the hospital and gets medically cleared, then you, they have to follow the state safe haven laws yeah and i mean that's basically what we ended up following wow i don't yeah it's amazing so, so katie when did you get to meet zoe for the first um time? i got to meet zoe two days after on wednesday so um and the first time i got to meet her was in the nicu and that was overwhelmingly um emotional for me because you know i, I was looking at her in her little bassinet and uh <laughs> She was attached to all the wires, and I, the nurse was like, okay, well, you can pick her up and hold her. And I'm like sobbing. I'm like, okay, can you help me? Wow. Um, and then, again, when, when I picked her up, she woke up, and she locked eyes with me, and, mm. and that's when I knew that I was holding my daughter. Oh, oh my goodness. Oh. I, we're all just enamored by her. I mean, she really is just... She's a miracle. Her temper she is. She is. Yeah. life. But you, you've also called her birth mom a hero. Yes. Why is that? She saved, she saved more than Zoe's life that day. She saved ours as well. Um, you know, we have been having, we've been going through fertility and trying to start a family for so long that, you know, we were feeling pretty hopeless and really discouraged. And um, when Zoe came into our lives, she brought back hope for us too. And to us and Zoe, she is, she is our hero. We would have never been in this position without her. You don't know who the mother is, but she could be watching this morning, work and get around. This will be on social media. What would you say to her mom, uh, to her we birth would, mother? I would say thank you. Thank you. Uh, thank you for giving her a chance at life. And thank you for allowing us to start our family. Mm. God oh, bless you so guys. I'm so happy. Wow. Hi, sweetie. Oh. Hi, Zoe. Hi. Oh, it's just a miracle. <laughs> where, where do the tears come from for you, Dad? Um, I mean, <laughs> a lot of them have been coming since we've, you know, adopted her, since she showed up in our lives. But we've just, it's been such a long process for us and, you know, wanting to have a family so bad and, you know, all the fertility treatments and, you know, unanswered prayers and all this other stuff and being here's basically ready to give yeah. up. The prayers were answered. Yeah. Yeah. Here's here's she comes and now they're answered. So. You're two wonderful parents and this is such a beautiful young Thank lady. You. Absolutely. Vincent. Thank you so much for sharing. Thank, 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 you. Thank you so much for being here and sharing your story. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for oh, having it's us. It's good to see you. Bye-bye, Zoe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you've got a bunny now. You lost to the bunny. They always lose to the bunny. Well, we got the one and only Carol G here live. She's coming inside to catch up with us. Third hour of today, otherwise known as Zoe's photo album. (laughs) Right back. (laughs) The City Concert Series on today is proudly presented to you by City. 
We are back now with a huge international music superstar. Carol G kicked off this holiday weekend for us. Fans coming out in force, and no surprise, she's got billions of YouTube <laughs> views and streams. I pulled up this morning, I'm like, what is happening? When her <laughs> album, Manana Cero Bonito, dropped earlier this year, the superstar from Colombia became the first female artist to debut at number one on the Billboard 200 chart with an all-Spanish-language album. She's come inside to catch up with us. Carol G, good morning good again. Morning. Good morning. Good hey. morning. I mean, obviously, it's an understatement to say there was a huge crowd outside. I mean, like, the biggest crowd we've ever had, and they're all here for you. But this, this was, you're not an overnight success. I mean, you've been working at this for a long time. For a long time, like uh, th since 2006, I think it was my first time. Like my parents signed my mm -hmm. first contract, and wow. until this, I like I really love everything. I love all the process because I think you have to fell mm -hmm. in love with the process mm -hmm. when you're in this point. That's what it's gonna make you mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. even Appreciate getting surprises it. every yeah. day. And I'm yeah. super shocked about what is happening outside. Like the energy is so special. I have to say, like we're having a great time, right? Mm -hmm. Like even when we're shooting something. And we go to commercials. We we're sharing. still having fun. Yeah, yeah. we're yeah. still having yeah. fun. So I am really grateful, and I had to thank all of you that are supporting me the way you are doing it. I'm super happy. I can't mm, like I can't amazing. wait to celebrate with my team. <laughs> <laughs> your your enthusiasm and excitement is so infectious, and it seems you've posted these Instagram photos, these throwbacks of you uh, growing up, and it seems like your love of music <laughs> and, and this joy is in there. Have you always have you always been a musical force you always like? when like my father he always wanted to be a singer and he didn't have like the opportunity so when he realized that I like music so he put me like I studied everything music instruments like different things and he was my first manager even wow. we are like we are two people in our team my father and, and I and after 10 years we just started like having these different meetings about people being interested in what we were doing mm -hmm. and it is so special for me right now to celebrate that my family were with me all the time because I think my that, that my confidence came because they support Absolutely. me, they believed in me. So yeah, it's an invitation I for love your that. parents. <laughs> yes, yes. For your kids, please. Here's, here's what I love about your story as well. It's like you said, this didn't happen overnight. Uh, before you landed this record deal, so you auditioned for, I think it was uh, the Colombian version of X Factor, didn't really work. And there was a moment where you were like, I don't know if this is gonna work. And then look at this. It's such a testimony. And you know what? what? Like, uh, I realized that my music was my thing after I left it really? here in New York. Really? Like really? between New York and Boston, I was just like studying different things. You were going to give up or walk away from it? Yeah. I did, in the 2012, I was like, okay, I'm, like, done. I'm done. Mm -hmm. This industry is so hard and, yeah, and yeah. it's like it takes a lot of you, yes, your soul yes. and everything. So I just stopped doing it. Like my father was super upset with me. We stopped like talking <laughs> oh like for more gosh. than three months. And and then I was here just taking my subway because I, I studied English here in, in Manhattan. Mm -hmm. And there was like a big billboard about music conference in Boston. No and it was like every day like, oh my God, no. <laughs> not again, please, not again. And I went and it was like another, I studied music in Colombia in the university, but here, 
it was like more about the business. Mm -hmm. So I realized that I can, this, like what I love, what I feel passionate to do, it, it could be my business too. Mm -hmm. So I went back to Colombia and until this the rest day. Is history. The rest is history. And, and amazing. what about, I, we talked about earlier in the show, the new Barbie movie that's coming out soon. Your song featured in the Barbie movie. I mean, now you're, you're just a part of like pop culture. <laughs> And that's like for me. That's the crazy thing. Like first, when you try to try to just uh, get in love with your Latina community, but for me right now, like being here, <laughs> like being in this place is more than just a language. It's just going like more than that. Different culture, different countries. It, that's for me mm -hmm. something that I, I'm not still like. You know, getting it. And you've it. even got the pink going for Barbie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have my hair like this. It's funny. You know what you have done? You, you know, you had the Spanish language album. You've had the big, we've had some big names here yeah. at the Today Show. The biggest names, yep. right? And you have had the largest crowd. That says so much. <laughs> and I love that you're allowing yourself to receive it. Yeah. So yeah. congratulations. Thank you. Thank amazing. you. so, And thank you for having me. You don't know, like, this means the world to me. So thank uh -huh. you so much, well, everybody. Thank you. Now you guys can go back and scream and cry. Yes. You know, thank you so much for being here. And we come right back. I love it. Okay, don't forget, our July walking challenge starts next week. Scan the QR code to get all the details or sign up for our Start Today newsletter to join the more than half million Amazing. members walking their way to better health. Shall we look at a few of them? Yes. Let's give them a little shout-out. Let's talk about Judy in Pennsylvania Yay, is with Judy. her favorite walking partner, her husband. Judy! There we go. There Kyle Judy. is on a walking streak, rain or shine in Massachusetts. Kyle! about Dorothy who says her walks not only help her safe, keep her safe mentally, physically, my goodness, but mentally too. Dorothy! And Marsha and her husband are two of the newest members of our walking community. Marsha and, and the husband! Beverly's health journey started two years ago and is still going strong with the Start Today family. Way to go, Beverly! Monday right. on the third hour of today, we are whipping up a holiday potato salad. Yeah. And coming up on Hoda and Jenna, the stars of the new series, Glamorous. Oh, Kim Cattrall is oh, here. Oh, very nice. Well, we will see you next week. In the meantime, have a great weekend, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.